Here we are. We're live on the uh, Rolling Toe Show, and uh, we're coming to you from the Stupid Joke Studio, right? Because I've got twenty-five more. Last week was lawyer jokes. <laughs> this week they're just generic. All right. Um, I, I looked at a list of dad's jokes and I decided no, I couldn't do that. You didn't want to do the dad jokes. And then I saw a bunch of mom's jokes and I didn't get any of them. <laughs> you just couldn't understand. <laughs> couldn't understand them. <laughs> that makes sense. That does. But we are here. We're alive. This is the Rolling Toe Show on. Uh, January 12th of 2023. Okay. And um, is this the second show of the year? This is the this is the second show of this year. Yes. Far out, man. And okay. uh, we have a lot of colors all of a sudden. So that's good to see. Okay. And I guess the big question is, how are we going to hear it? <laughs> Hopefully, we'll hear them, and they can hear us, and we'll be able to do things. Right. I'm. I'm uh, did I, did I miss something? No, because we heard something in the... Try and pull up a collar. All right, I'm going to pick up a collar and make sure that uh, we're hearing something. This is uh, Matt. Matt, are you there? Yes, I am. Yeah, oh, right. I think it's was here. playing when you guys started talking, and we heard you the whole time, so you're, you're doing right. good. All right, we're happy. That's it. That's all we need. Right. So, so what's up, Matt? Uh, well, I don't really have a question because I already know the answer, but um, <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting some feathered wear on my left steer tire, so I'm scheduling to get into good alignment. Yeah, if you got feathered wear, you get alignment problem. Is the feathering <laughs> from the frame, is sharp from the frame out or sharp toward the frame? Uh, it's sharp going in, so I'm more down, more... On the inside, and the right front tire feels good. Yeah, so far the right one still seems smooth. Okay, so that means you're towed out, and the drive axles are pushing you slightly to the right. Yep. Yeah, because it maintains the lane pretty good. I, I do have a right pole, but it's not a it's not a dot. Yep. 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 That. That's what the tire wears tell us. So uh -huh. straightforward alignment deal. Unless they find a bushing bat or something like that, it's just a matter of measuring, adjusting, and get it on the road. Right. Now, how, uh, how many miles you got on them tires? Uh, I'd have to go back and look somewhere at least 150. Well, that's not At least bad. 150. That's, that's, that's very nice. Okay. Right. And where, where are you at that's today? Uh, right now, I'm in Florida. I just uh, went through Ocala a little bit ago. I ah. didn't have time to stop today, otherwise I would have called Martin. There you go. But, um, I got a guy in, in Minnesota, Cardison Trucking. Yes. Okay. I'll be able to get into him. Yeah, they can handle that. They're good. Cool beans. Cool beans. Yep. So the weather's okay down there? Yeah, yeah. Um, Really good year for me last year, and hoping to repeat it again this year. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We we got uh, just a little blow of cold air all of a sudden here in Iowa, but it won't reach Florida, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm surprised. Yeah, we 
I mean, you I'm guys had the snow. <laughs> yes, we had I'm, snow, I'm we surprised. had really cold, and it's finally gone away. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys lost a lot of your snow. Whereas I, I live in Minnesota, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, it, uh, <laughs> we're, we we got piles <laughs> and yeah. piles. Yeah, yeah, we don't get that. Yeah, we don't uh, get that. All right, buddy. Well, you have yourself a good drive, safe drive, and say hi to the Carson boys when you get there. Yep. Yep. Sounds good. All right, Thanks. buddy. All right. Thanks for the call. All right. We have, uh, I guess, three more callers on the line. So your friggin' lawyer jokes can yeah, stay. I can't, I can't swim a joke yet. They're going to stay on the page. I'm going to pull up another call then. All right. We're taking another call. There's a Mike calling regarding tire inflation. Hello, Mike. Hello. How are you, Hi. gentlemen? I'm doing right. fine, but he won't let me read any of my jokes. <laughs> uh, well, keep Where are you trying. calling from? Okay. I'm calling you from uh, Eastern Arizona. I'm about to go into New Mexico. Okay, Eastern Arizona. Uh, hey, uh, hey, thanks a whole lot for what you guys do. Just love it. Um, so, a uh, couple of things. I called you, uh, oh, it was many weeks back. It was last year, maybe August or something. Mm-hmm. And you were trying to help me uh, figure out a odd where, just on the shoulder of the left steer tire. And I was mm-hmm. just going to follow that up and tell you, because I owed you an answer on what kind of axle I had, and I never got back to you with that. But uh, I did mm-hmm. make it by uh, your affiliate in Phoenix, laser, uh, Arizona yeah, Laser Arizona. Alignment. Those yeah. guys were real good. They took yeah. a look at it, and they, they said that they thought it was more than likely uh, a mismount on the wheel on that side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Um, they said, you know, there's nothing to do about it now, but just keep driving it. You should be fine. Just keep an eye on it. And and I did, and I had no issues. And then uh, the tire got taken out about a month ago, so I've got different tires on. So then on to a question. Um, so I that tire got taken out, and uh, I had to do a road call. I mean, it uh, it was it was done. Yeah. And uh, he bought a tire out, but they they only had the one, and so I put it on. And I always try to put. 16 plies on the steer tires and yeah. uh and i got that done it's on the driver's side steer tire and mm-hmm. so later later that same day i found uh i was calling around and i found a ta that was on my path that had uh the tire i needed and and i did call and specify 16 ply and we had okay it's all good and i'll be there later and i went in later and they were real johnny on the spot and proactive and they just, oh, yeah, okay, you're the guy, and got it, and we dove into it, and I didn't pay attention like I should have, so I'll, t- I'll blame myself for this. But once it was all said and done, I realized I had purchased and installed a 14-ply tire on the passenger side. <laughs> and, uh, that, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of aggravating, but it, I would ask you, in the greater thing, that doesn't really harm anything, does it? Not really. So the question is, what is the load capacity of your steer axle? Um, it's a twelve thousand pound axle. Uh, when okay, I'm then, okay, that's when fine. I load then, it. No, that, that's okay. That's okay. Sometimes I'm up to like twelve two. Yeah, running running a fourteen ply on one side and a sixteen ply on the other side, as long as you're not overloading the fourteen ply, is not a problem. Right. Okay. Right. Now yeah. I would I would run knowing you got a twelve thousand pound axle. I would run 120 PSI in both front tires. 
Oh, even the 14th lie. Yep. Yeah, because it says 110 on the side. Well, I want 10 extra in it, so run 120 in it. All right, surely it'll run. And you can run 120 in the other side. It'll be fine, okay? The only difference in the construction between a 14 and a 16-ply tire is the size of the bead steel piece that goes around the rim. Okay. Right. The rest of the tire, the belt package, and, and everything else is the same between those two. So it's really not going to cause any problems. Right. But you can okay, put more in on the 16-ply. And, uh, you know, the... Um the four, they're Michelin tires. They're the XLED, mm -hmm. and they yeah. actually have 105 max inflation on the on the sidewall. So I assume it would be 115. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now that's 105. Then, 105 on your on your 14 fly probably says 120 on your on your 16 fly. You're right, sir. Yes, sir. That's fine. So 115 yeah. and both of them will be fine. Okay. Um, and then one more question. So, you know, I had this idea. I, I have, uh, I have 11R22s all the way around on the tractor. Yep. And I was wondering, would there be any harm in me putting low pros on the steer axle only and having nope. 11R22s nope. on the drives? Won't bother thing. Okay, I thought you'd right. say that. I was thinking about it, and they're 20 feet apart, and it's one inch, so, I mean... Uh, I didn't yeah, and they're independently rolling tires, and, and, and it'll make no difference at all. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not going to ride quite as smoothly, right? But it's lower rolling resistance tire with the low pro 22s, and I thought that might, that might be beneficial to the fuel economy, works. even just a little bit. I've never found anybody that can provide me with any documented proof of the difference in the ride characteristic between an 11R and a low pro tire. Okay. So I would worry. All right. That. Okay. Well, that yes, sir. That was uh, that was my questions, and uh, that uh, you know, thanks a lot. I appreciate yeah. that. You have a great day, buddy. On to the next guy. Yes, sir. All right. You guys have a good day. Bye bye. Enjoy the highway out there in eastern Arizona. What about so, the highway? Enjoy the highway. Oh, enjoy the highway. Driving, yeah. So, yeah. All right. We, you know what? We've got a lot more calls. So apparently, nobody wants to hear the lawyer jokes. This They're is not lawyer jokes. jokes this time. These are generic jokes. Generic jokes. Nobody wants to hear generic jokes. Like what? Uh, I have a fear of speed bumps. Do you? But I'm slowly getting over it. All right. Let's uh, let's let's not do those anymore. <laughs> All right. It's uh, Scott with a vibration. Hello, Scott. Hey, gentlemen. Howdy, howdy. Hey. Thanks for taking my call, guys. For you. No problem, no problem. But, uh, what, what you got going on there? So I drive straight down the road, don't feel any vibration in my steering wheel, anything significant other than a road stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but at takeoff, at around 45 miles per hour, I feel quite a lot of vibration in my feet and kind of up into my seat. Uh -huh. Start looking for okay. No so the first question I've got is, are all eight of your drive tires the same height? I've got super singles, but yes, they are. All four of them are the same height. They're all the same oh, wait, tread depth. Wait, okay. Tread, there is a tread change. They're the Michelin super singles but the one is a, a different tread from the other didn't have them in stock when i was looking for them so one axle is different than the other axle 
Oh, on Titus. Yes. Okay. On axle. And and is the tread significantly shorter than the other axle? Uh, it's significantly younger. Uh, I would have to measure it to be able to give you. I'm not really clear on the term significantly, I guess. Would that okay. be like an eighth of an inch or a half inch? No, no. You measure in 30 seconds of an inch when you dip a tread, okay? Okay, okay. And if you're more than 15, 30 seconds difference, which is about a half an inch difference in tread from one axle to the other, it could cause this vibration you're talking about, okay? Oh, okay, okay. Now, you said they're different tires. Are they the same size tires? Are they... 455s or something like that, uh, all the numbers the same. Yes, yes, all the numbers are the same, same okay. brand, Michelin. That's cool. All right. When you get a shake coming out of the rear end in a 45-mile-an-hour range, it can indicate usually one of two things. Either you have a significant difference in height of the tire by tread depth, and that means one axle is rotating faster than the other axle to travel the same distance. Right. And that will tend to cause a binding in the gears, and right at 45 is when it tends to show up the most. Okay? Oh, wow. Okay. The second possibility is that the pinion angles, the tilt of the front and rear diff are not correct, and you're binding up the drive shafts. Oh, the angles of the differentials. Okay. Right. Okay? So those are the two areas I would be looking at for a vibration coming up to my seat at that speed range. Are the pinion angles right, and are the tread depths and heights all within acceptable numbers? Yeah, both. Just a measurement top to bottom of the tire, a ruler, a yardstick right next to the tire would tell you this tire is the same height as that tire. Yeah. So that's not the problem. Right. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Wonderful. I got some things to look at now. Uh, where do I find the information I need for the differential angles? Uh, that's, that's a secret <laughs> that nobody wants to tell you. Uh, and I can could, I could tell you now, but if I do, yeah, somebody will come over and talk to you. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Chase us down. Okay. Yeah. What brand is your truck? It's, uh, it's Freightliner. Okay, Freight Shaker. I know what those are. All right. To measure the pinion angles, that's the tilt of the differential housings, you take your smartphone, which has a level in it, mm -hmm. and you set it on vertically on the frame of the truck, in line with the frame, and you get an angle, is your frame of your trucking downhill one degree, uphill one degree, or is it level? Okay? Let's assume that it's level. Let's say you set the, the level on there and, and it says zero. Okay? Uh, then you take the level and you put it on the flat part of the top of the differential right next to the Leaf springs and U-bolts. Okay. Where it's nice and square. Now, the difference between the frame and the differential on the rear diff should be about 13 degrees. And the difference on the front diff should be about 3 degrees. There should be 10 degrees difference between those two. 3 and 10. 10 degree difference. Well, no, 3 and 13. Right. Okay. The difference of 10. Okay? Difference of 10. Now, if you've got that, if one's two and the other's 12, you still got the 10 degrees. If one's four, 14 and four, you still got the 10 degrees. But if they're both four, that's a problem. Right. You see what I mean? Uh-huh. Okay? Okay. 
And that's how you can check your differential pinion angles. Now, if those are okay, then you start to try to worry about is the carrier bearing bad? Has it dropped and caused the universal joints to bind up there? You, you start getting into all kinds of other things. But you start with are the tire heights the same and are the pinion angles right? Outstanding. Thank you so all much. Right. Not a problem, buddy. Good, good time out there. Yep. And let us right. smell. Thank you all. Right. Okay, sure. Okay. All right. Okay, we're out of phone calls, right? <laughs> no, fortunately. So that means we don't need to hear any jokes. But, 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 but I deliberately looked this up and printed it out so I can have jokes. <laughs> You're saying I can't do You get it. one. I get one? Okay. Uh, they people say talk is cheap, right? Yes. Have you ever talked to a lawyer? <laughs> okay. All right. That was a lawyer joke. You yeah. squeezed one in. I all right. Uh, this one is Jake with a trailer brake thing or something. I'm not really sure. Trailer brake thing. Hello, Jake. Yes, Jake sir. Brake? Hey, is that, yeah. is that shaky, shaky Jake's what it used to be. <laughs> okay. Anyhow, I have gotten a 16 Cascadia. It's an ex Walmart truck, mm-hmm. and I got this new trailer a few months ago. It's a drop-back trailer, mm-hmm. and when I hit the brakes on this Cascadia, the the trailer brakes are incredibly stronger than the truck brakes. And mm-hmm. to give you, an, if, for instance, I carry one of them little heat guns, and you, you do kind of a rapid stop at a rest area, yeah. and go in there, and, and them trailer brake drums are hot, 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 beyond touching, and the tractor brake drums would be stone dead cold. And I'm wondering if I start down a big slippery mountain in Montana and, or wherever and got to hit my brakes, that my trailer is going to activate a whole bunch more than my truck is. And also, I'm wearing the trailer brakes a lot faster. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm going to tell you, first of all, this is out of my area, okay? Not a normal I'm not a tire I'm not a brake guy, I'm a tire guy. All right. But All right. I have listened to conversations at the TMC meetings and at different places where we talk about brakes and brake balance. Mm-hmm. And there is a valve in the truck that when you step on a brake, it's supposed to activate the trailer brakes first, then your drive brakes, then your steer brakes. They're supposed to be sequentially applied. Okay. Okay. And if that valve has got a problem, it could be putting all the brake on the trailer and not applying into the others. So you're just using your trailer. Now there is a. It, go ahead. It's using the trailer much more. Now the tractor brakes do work. Like if I got to make a panic stop, right. they'll all work. They'll all activate. But it's right. just that um, it, it's just the trailer is. It's like I used to. You know, we used to have mechanically adjusted brakes, and and if we did, I would just back off the trailer brakes a little bit. But I can't do that because they're all auto slacks. Yeah, but it sounds to me like something in the air ballot system in the brakes is not functioning right. In the tractor. Yes, it's in the tractor that, that has the balancing device. And you need to talk to a brake guy that understands that, because all I'm doing is I'm passing on gossip and rumors here, things that I've heard that, that I, don't know, I don't know what I'm talking about. And the only, the Maybe the Freightliner dealer. 
Yes. Yeah, so the question that, that I would have is, how do you know that those trailer brakes aren't sticking all the time? They're not, because if I make a slow stop, like without applying the brakes, and, and they're not warm at all. So they're applying it, but, but something in the brake balance system is not right. Yeah, it's, it's, it was putting way too much backward and not enough forward. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll check into it. Thank you, sir. Good luck, you, buddy. Yep. Bye. All right. Fun question. Didn't don't usually do all those. Yeah. But there it is. Um, all right. So we've got uh, we've got uh, let's see uh, two more calls and one more joke. You can get one. How does a rabbi make coffee? How does a rabbi make coffee? He brews it. He brews it. Never <laughs> mind. <sighs> <laughs> Okay, uh, we got one from uh, uh, Jeremy, and he's oh, uh, he's not there anymore. Sorry, never mind that. Uh, he'll have to come back. Okay, we've got one from uh, now. I should let everybody know, as we're down to one in the call-in queue, uh, that the number to call for any questions on this is eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. Eight five five nine five zero three eight three five three five. If you have any questions about Got it. alignment, tire wear handling. Now the question that the the, the terminated call had was about Doctor Preload. That's all it said was Doctor Preload. I don't know what it meant, but uh, I don't, well, I'd have to know what the question is. It's a system yeah. for adjusting bearings, but. You know, we, uh, we don't, I don't have, off the top of my head, I can only name two places you could go uh, in our group to get Dr. Preload done. Yeah, I don't know how many of them have got it now. Yeah, right off the top of my head, I only know two. I know S&B up in South S&B, Sioux Falls and, and Big Jim in Southern Michigan. Yeah, that's it. Those are the two that I know. But uh, I encourage it. Because it's a great way of uh, uh, very precise way to center solving your yeah. bearing uh, loose or tight issues as precisely as possible. Now, if there's a problem in the hub or a problem with the bearings, it can't fix the bearings or the hub, but mm-hmm. it can do everything. It can get you as close as uh, reasonably possible. All right. <clears throat> now we have one here from I don't know. Maybe it's Heath. And he wants to talk about maybe suspension. Hello, maybe Heath. Hey, it is Heath. How you doing, gentlemen? We're good. Doing all right. How you doing? Good. Good. Uh, so Jay, more today show, likes to talk about these non-torque reactive suspensions. Looking around, and then Hendrickson has got this. You're cutting it out. Yeah, he's there. Yeah, right now, you're out. I, I, I lost you. I don't know if it's your mic or what. But he was talking just fine, and then all of a sudden, gone. Yeah. Are you still there? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Oh, okay. So, Joe was talking about non-torque reactive suspensions. I went on Hendrickson's website, just cruising around, seeing all the crazy stuff that they have, and I came across this HTB-LT non-torque reactor suspension wanted to know your thoughts on it 
I don't even know what that is. It's a. I don't know what the numbers are. It's a um, parallelogram suspension, so the uh, yeah. the airbag on the front axle is in front of the axle instead of behind, like on a on an airliner, it's behind. But it, and like the the main point where the the are the things that go under the axles, they bolt in between the duals. I'm trying to look this up right now. He's taking it up on his phone. So I can look at the picture so I know what I think I know what he's talking about. <laughs> okay, and what was the parts numbers? Say that again. What was the model number you were giving me? Uh, H, Hotel, Tango, Bravo, and then Space, LT, La Lima, Tango. Okay, let's see. <laughs> um, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Well, that didn't do any good. No, no. Stones were working hard. Okay, you said it's a parallelogram suspension, though, right? Correct. Okay, the parallelogram suspension is, is, is it's the one I'm thinking about. Is there's a big swing arm that comes from the hanger, swings down and, and attaches to the bottom of the axle. And then there's an airbag behind it. And then there's an upper arm that goes from the top of the axle forward to the same spring hanger. And the idea is that as the suspension compresses, in other words, the axle gets closer to the frame, or as it droops and the axle gets further away from the frame, by having these two arms, a lower arm and an upper arm, it keeps the pinion angle the same through the full travel up and down and prevents binding with the drive shafts. Torque reactive, that was the yes. Okay. Sense. Okay. Now that's all fine and it does that, it's good for that. But from the alignment man's point of view, it's a pain in the ass to adjust. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I you have to adjust both the upper and lower arm in order to change the alignment. Got it. Now, I was just, uh, I've never seen it before, and so I went on to uh, LKQ Heavy Truck to see if anybody even put this on any truck, and I found a couple of, like, around 2010 Postars that had that suspension, and it is, it is wild. It is different. Yep, it is different. First time we saw it, we couldn't figure out what to do with it, and, uh, but, but it's, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Okay, that's all I wanted. It just looks like there's a lot of maintenance parts and then from an alignment perspective. But you answered those questions. All right, buddy. Okay. You have a good day. Yeah. Easy, sir. Thank you. Yep, yep. Yeah, there's more suspensions out there. Than oh, that. yes. If you end up with it, uh, yeah, it may be a pain in the butt to get aligned, but uh, that's, that's not the worst thing in the world. Right. Somebody can do it. All right, we got a... Uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip a couple and go to the one that was asking about the Dr. Preload earlier because we lost him. So we'll see what he has to say. We lost him. Uh, hello, Mimi Journey. Hey, Mike and Kevin. Yeah, I, uh, my call dropped. So thanks so much for taking my call. What you got? Um, with the Dr. Preload system, if uh, I get it installed on my tractor and um, I have a wheel seal that ends up going out and I just take it to another shop that doesn't have that system, are they able to at least set it 
Oh, close? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. No problem. Yeah, that's that's the problem. But it okay. doesn't work as a Dr. Preload unless you install it with the Dr. Preload system. Yeah, but the bearing and the adjustment is perfectly capable. Anybody can install and re replace the seals and put it back together. It's not a big deal. Right. Okay, and then I would just have to go back to the shop and have it re, I guess, yeah. property load reset. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Which All right, and then does uh, during the install does it do you lose any oil or you have to have that topped off or is that just just the, yeah, just it's normal bearing adjustment. Now, if you're doing a drive axle adjustment, you lose a little bit of oil, but it's coming out of the diff and there's tons of oil in there, and I never worry about making it back up. If I'm okay. doing a trailer, there's a much smaller hub, and you always refill it. Or if you're doing the steer, you always refill it. Yeah, there's a okay. All right, perfect. All right. And who who did you who did you say down in South Michigan does it on your guys's list? Uh, Michigan MD alignment, Big Jim, Jim Fowler. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah. I appreciate it. You guys have All a great right. day. You did the same. All right. All right, and uh, again, we do have two more callers on here at uh, halfway through the show, and that leaves plenty of time for another caller at 855-950-3835, um, and no time for jokes. No time for jokes. <laughs> so, you got another one, Bob. Uh, I'm uh, I can't read it quick enough. Hey, Bob. <laughs> How you doing? Oh, I have a question that possibly you could help me. Um, I have a lops either a lopsided truck or a lopsided trailer. Okay. <laughs> now you're, you're tilting your head. That's the problem. Ah, I thought it was my seat. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, I have a 2005 Kenworth T600. Mm-hmm. And. I have a 2023 Wabash trailer. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. Anyway, a individual wiped out my Wabash trailer that I had, so I went and got a different one. Now my, it seems like my trailer is lopsided, or mm -hmm. like I'm loaded heavy to one side. Okay. All right. So the test for this. The first thing you do is you unhook the trailer. Right. You pull your truck up on flat ground. You stand behind the truck 10 to 20 feet, and you look at the back of the cab and the back of the frame. Okay. Now, if the cab, let's say for argument, which way do you say the truck is the trailer is leaning? Is it leaning heavy on the left side or the right side? It's leaning heavy to left. Okay. Left. Okay. All right. So you go you go back behind your truck with the trailer off and if you see the cab and the frame leaning to the left when you're sitting on flat ground your frame got twisted right and when you hook the trailer okay. the trailer's going to be twisted does that make sense yes okay now if the cab is leaning to the right and the frame is leaning to the left you really have a twisted frame that's a <laughs> typical ladder twist. Okay? And that can happen okay. in a wreck. That can happen easy. in a wreck real easy. Okay? Okay. 
So the suspicion I have is it's in the tractor that's the highest probability that it's going to be. Right. Okay. Now they ought these trailers have their anti-roll brake valves on them. Yeah. And I I understand you don't know much about that, but when when I'm driving down the road, and let's say the the I'm in the passing lane, and the truck bounces just a little bit, that trailer bounces to the left a little bit, it applies the brakes. However, I can go off an off-ramp at 75 mile an hour that goes to the left, and the brakes will never apply. Figure that one out. <laughs> let's, let's figure out the lean first, and then see if the brakes straighten out. Yeah. Okay. Okay? Yep. All right. Good luck to you, buddy. Yep. All right. Thanks. Yep. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Thank you to everybody for listening in and calling. Yes. And uh, everything that you do out there for us. I got a text message from a listener okay. saying it, the problem with the fellow that's having the brakes applying on the trailer more than on the tractor and I said there's a balancing valve someplace. Sure. He said it's the treadle valve in the foot pedal in the tractor. Treadle valve in the foot pedal in the tractor. All right. This uh, Walmart uh, uh, vehicle, um, you never know what happened. They wore out the brakes. Right. And you used the brakes too much in the pedal. The treadle yeah. valve quit working. I'll blame you. All right. All right. So we got one more caller in. And uh, remember, if you don't call in and have questions, you're going to get jokes. So We never said they were good jokes. Right. Remember to call 855-950-3835 for informative questions and answers on the uh, Rolling Toe Show rather than jokes. All right. We got one more call in the queue here, and it's I, I, I think the, the auto... Um, whatever it is, the auto screening the filtering has this all sorts of messed up. So we're just going to hear what he says. Hello. Uh, Hello. Howdy. Hello. Thanks for taking yes, the call. Mm -hmm. Kingpin question. What material do you like better? The bronze Teflon type Kingpins or the Kaiser Twist-In Kaiser, Kaiser Stainless Steel. Yeah, and we, like that, the, we like the stainless steel. The stainless steel, and then maintenance obviously makes a difference on both. Yeah, as a replacement, we go with the stainless steel. They have they put bronze in typically new. Yeah, and and it works fine new, but when you're reinstalling, trying to get a bronze one to to go in right, and then you have to remember that stainless steel. Stainless steel is much better. Okay. And when you're greasing your drive line, the slip joint in each mm -hmm. drive line, do you, do you grease them till you see grease come out somewhere or put in some and it squirts around as the drive line moves back and forth? I've always been taught to grease until you see things starting to pooch. And when I'm doing kingpins, I grease until the, all the dirty grease comes out and I got fresh grease. Right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very mm -hmm. much. Eventually. All right. Nothing cheaper than grease. The uh, stainless steel that is a uh, that is a tough piece of metal inside that kingpin, so you got to make sure that's greased well. Yeah, yeah. The Teflon is not a tough piece of material. They will wear out quick. 
and whether it's greased or not, you can you can grind it right away. So so you'll you'll have freedom of movement with the Teflon one way or the other. I want freedom. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, okay, we've got uh, no callers on the line, so it's oh, punishment. Oh, oh, jokes, jokes, jokes. <laughs> I get to do a joke. <laughs> Let me see if I can find one that's worth it. Uh, what kind of exercise do lazy people do? Diddly squats. Diddly squats. <laughs> I see. That's a, that's we, we didn't do any. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Some of these you have to read them in order to get the joke. Right. Saying them just to see it. it. Yeah, you have to look at the spelling. Right. Uh huh. Thank God there's a call on the line. What did one traffic light say to the other? Stop looking at me. I'm changing. Oh, no. That's just... Yeah. <laughs> Wherever you went to get these jokes, and it wasn't worth it. Lame. Why do French people eat snails? <laughs> they don't like fast food. They don't like fast food. <laughs> I get it now. All right. Okay. Well... <clears throat> Uh, thank goodness, thank goodness we've got some people calling uh, just so that they don't have to hear the jokes anymore, I'm pretty sure. Uh, this one's in Georgia. We're going to talk, talk to whoever this is in Georgia. Are you there? Hello. Yes, yeah. sir. Um, thank you for taking my call. I'm uh, asking call. I'm asking about a alignment problem. I I just want to know what would fix it. It's wearing on the uh, front steer tires on the, the right side of the right front and the left side of the left front. So the outside away from the frame on both front tires? Yeah. No. Uh, the one on the right is wearing on the outside uh, of the tire away from the frame. And the one on the left is wearing near the frame. Ah, the drive axles aren't lined up right. Ah, okay. Pushing your truck to the right, you're steering the truck to the left to keep it on the road. Both tires are sliding down the road in a left-hand turn, and you're wearing out the right edge on both front tires. I love that. Okay. I know where to, I know where to get, get the uh, work done in that. That's what I was looking for. Uh, a driveline question is there, this is a 19 Kenworth. Is there any reason why a U-joint would wear wear out on the, the front of the axle nearest the transmission and the other U-joints are tight? You're talking about the input yoke to the front differential? Uh, no, the yoke to the transmission. Mm-hmm. Well, again, this is a little bit out of my field, okay? So it's okay. usually if I'm having a problem with the back half, back end of the transmission with the drive shaft universal joint, I'm probably having a problem that either the engine is setting at the wrong angle compared to the carrier bearing, and it's putting that, that drive shaft into a bind. How about that? Okay, well, this this truck was in an accident before I bought it. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lady hit him from the 
left snow the right side, and this truck is a straight truck, and it weighs about 12, 3 on the front empty, and she pushed, she pushed him about 3 foot to the left and bent the frame. But, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, and and they had to pull the they had to pull the engine and transmission out and put it on a frame straightening machine. Yes. Okay. Yes, and if they didn't get it right, well, they put it back in. Then the engine and transmission are setting at the wrong angle, and it's putting a bind on that universal jet. Yeah. Wow. Uh, there's a there's a there's a way to measure all of that stuff. Uh, did you hear me describe the guy earlier how to measure the differential angles? Oh, yeah. With your phone. All right. So once you've measured the differential angles and you made sure the pinion angles are right, then you can okay. measure from the front diff, let's say it's at three degrees, the next drive shaft in front of it should be off by anywhere from a half a degree to a degree and a half. So in other words, the, diff, the drive shaft in front of it could be four and a half degrees, or it could be one and a half degrees, and that puts a little angle on the universal joint, and that's what it's supposed to have, is a little angle. Then if you know okay. that drive shaft is, let's say, at four and a half degrees, you can go to the next drive shaft, and the difference between those two drive shafts should be a degree to a degree and a half off. And if those uh, are, then you can go from that drive shaft to the back end of the differential and see if you've got the right angle there. Back end of the trans. Back end of the trans, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. So one, Go ahead. Uh, one other question. Uh, a friend of mine owns a, a truck like this one, and it, I think his is an 18, but he puts uh, Michelin tires on the front. He's had a lot better uh, uh, service out of the Michelins than he, and, and everybody has a, Goodyear tire for this truck, but it's hard to find a Michelin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Can, can I can I run a, a Michelin on the front with Goodyear's on the drive? Sure. Yeah. Truck doesn't care what brand the tires are; just cares that they're all about the same size. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's got them three fifteen eighty R twenty two five on the front. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you can put any brand up there. Any brand doesn't matter. Okay, okay. All right. All right. That got me, buddy. I appreciate it. Glad to help. You have a good day. Yeah. Okay, you too. All right. All right. Another, another fun call, honestly. Not bad. Uh, talking about good frames, day. talking about angles. Yeah. It's all alignment, right? Uh, no. <laughs> it's not all alignment. No. All right. We got uh, one more call in here. It's uh, Dylan, and I guess he's here to talk about steer tires. Which is one of our favorite topics. Hello, Dylan. Yeah, I've got hopefully an easy one. It doesn't have to do with vibration. Cool. <laughs> we don't like vibration. I yeah, I have a uh, first set of steer tires on a twenty twenty two five seventy nine Peterbilt, and I've got cupping on the right gear outside that I've seen for the last. 25,000. Now I'm oh. inside. Oh, inside on the left front and outside on the right, left, front. Inside, 
Yes. Okay, drive out. And the fanware is good. Yeah, still drive out full alignment. You still got to get it right. The second question is Have you counted how many turns the steering wheel will make to the right from straight ahead? Uh, I counted it with uh, our mechanic, and it does the two and a half, but there's not an adjustment on this setup. No, there's always an adjustment. Behind the right front wheel, there's a steering stop. It's a bolt that sticks on the backing plate. It comes over and eventually hits the axle prevention from going too far. Right. Uh You just need to undo the lock nut, screw it out, test it until you get to where it hits in two turns, then reset the lock nut, and that'll take care of that. Right. Okay. Now, I'm going to use... I have. Remember, you got it. Don't fight it. Don't fight it. Correct. Yeah. You have one uh, company in Utah. I'm going to call and use. Uh, Good. So I wish you had more in Utah, but you got one. I'm going to arrange it to have them come out. I just wanted to talk to you guys first before I called them, so they weren't confused when I tried to tell them. Yep. Sounds like a straightforward deal. It does. Three-wheel alignment. Perfect. Okay, thanks, okay. guys. Keep on with the joke. Gotcha, buddy. All right. <laughs> hey, bye. All right. I, he told me I could do a joke. He did. He, he did. told me I could do a joke. All right. Now i got to find one. Oh, oh, you want to hear a construction joke? Do I? Yeah. Um, okay. Never mind. I'm still working on that one. Okay. Construction work. Oh, man. <laughs> um, okay, so we're at uh, just about... Uh, over three quarters of the way through this, and we have enough time for a couple more calls if anybody wants to call in at 855-950-3835 to the Rolling Toe Show on this beautiful January 12th. And uh, if not, I'm going to let Mike just tell jokes, and then we're going to hang up. So, <laughs> Should we tell dirty jokes? No dirty jokes. No dirty jokes. We're not that kind of show. <laughs> I gotta think about this. What kind of a joke can I tell it? Mm. Well, you can only get spoiled milk from a pampered cow. That sounds about right. That's a stupid joke. These are these aren't really jokes. You're just it's telling truths. Yeah, just yeah, whatever. What do you call a boomerang that doesn't come back? A stick. A stick. <laughs> right. You know what I saw today? Everything I looked at. Everything you looked at. Well, you're lucky. I only saw half of the things I looked at. Half of the things you looked at. All right. Uh, we got Brian on the line now. Good. <clears throat> Hello, Brian. Hello. Hi. So I'm. I had Chad align the axle on this. It's a 2011 Freightliner Coronado glider truck. Uh-huh. It's got the Hendrickson Air Ride tubular steer axle under yeah. it. Yeah. And he showed me how the bushings wear out on the what used to be kingpins. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we got the truck aligned. Everything was good. Had tires on there. I was getting some abnormal wear on the left steer tire outside edge. 
Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like anything I had ever seen before. And about a month later, the rice side showed up. We took the truck to a shop, and they were telling me that the steer axle had been twisted. Mm. I hate that. And I hadn't, I hadn't heard that that was a real issue with these axles. Well, it's not something I hear all the time, but there's a way to check it. Yep. Or have they already done something to it? They've already replaced the steer axle underneath mm. it. Oh, so you can't check it now. No. Yeah, no point. Uh, so let's, let's, let's go back and talk about the tire work. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was on the outside edge of the left front tire initially, right? Yes. And was it just about the width of your index finger around the outside edge of it, or was it the whole rib? No, it was... Yeah, barely the, the width of my finger. Barely the width of your finger. Okay, yeah. and then when the right side started doing it, was it the same thing? Yes. Hmm. Okay. But the truck was steering straight down the road. Nothing had really well, changed no, no, that no, I was aware no, of. That, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, so let's let's go back and talk about the tire now. Right. What kind of tire what are we talking about? tire was it? It was the um, it was the newer released Bridgestone. Okay. I don't remember the model number, but it was a new, <laughs> a new model okay. tire when when yep. that yep. okay. That's fine. All right. So let's talk about what's inside the tire under the tread. Right. Under the tread, inside okay. the tire are steel belts that go around the tire, and they support the tread. Got it. Those steel belts cannot go all the way to the edge of the tire, otherwise you have steel sticking out of the side of your tire, right? Correct. So they go all the way across the tire, and they stop about a finger width away from the edge of the tire. Mm -hmm. So that outside portion, about a half inch wide, is not supported by a steel belt. Got it? I understand. When you turn the truck to the left, if you stood in front of the truck and looked at the tires, you would see that the left front tire, when you're turning left, leans all the way up on its outside shoulder. And if you look at the right front tire when you're turning to the left, it stands pretty well straight up and down. It doesn't put excessive weight on that inside shoulder. When you turn the truck to the right, the right front tire leans up on its outside edge. But the left front tire, when it's coming that way, does not lean up on the inside edge. So both outside edges get pressured when you're turning extremely left or extremely right. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, correct. And without the steel belt underneath the outside edge, you tend to get about a finger width wear on the outside edge of both front tires. This is a compounded issue. By new roll, low resistance rolling rubber. Yeah, the tires. new tires are more susceptible to this than the old ones were because of the rubber. They're using. Okay. I don't think there was anything wrong with your axle. That's a that's a suspicion. <clears throat> right. I I was questioning that myself, but we didn't get a chance to do a thorough investigation of the shop that did the work. It wasn't Chad's mm-hmm. shop. And mm-hmm. I was a little wary about that, but I didn't get a choice to not my truck. 
But uh, okay, the word that it was giving wasn't wasn't like what you would say. What you just described to me, like when you're turning left, turning right, more than two mm-hmm. turns of the steering wheel, this truck didn't didn't do that because I had readjusted it to stop for doing that. Yeah, no, this, so this, this is another problem. It doesn't matter if you're turning two turns or two and a half okay. turns, you're still leaning up on that edge, okay? Right. Yes. Now, sure. let's talk about how you can measure a twisted axle, all right? Okay. Did you hear me discussing how to use your smartphone with a level in it and you can check your differential angles? I did. If you take the same smartphone and you flip the hood up, and you put it on top of the kingpin of that axle with the phoneme front to back, you will measure the angle that the kingpin is sitting at. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Then you take the same phone and you check the other side of the same axle, and if they're both the same way, it ain't twisted. Right. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, that's all I need to know. Yep. Okay. I, I just hadn't heard of that issue or, or anybody discussing it before in the past. And, then, yeah. uh, and the, the it, thing is, is if you had the thing is if you had a twisted axle, what that would do is it would increase caster on one side and decrease caster on the other side, and or decrease caster. But that doesn't cause that tire wear. And it wouldn't drive straight down the road, and you'd have a lot of other tire wear problems besides just the outside edge. Right. Right. Okay. Well, I was, yeah, I, I don't think we'll be going back to that shop again, but <laughs> the, 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 the wear that I was noticing wasn't what was normal that I, that I would just say was normal for right. the outside rib edge. Right. It, it right. Just, it, 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 and for some reason, it, it, uh, well, there was me, a difference in the steering, but I don't know what changed it. They've got a million three on the truck at the time. And okay. about 40,000 miles after Chad had aligned it, something changed in the steering, and I don't have a clue what it was, but it still steered yeah. straight. It, okay. uh, I, I can say one thing about that 1.3 million miles. The, uh, the Hendrickson hollow tube axle is the one axle that will show problems at that age. And I mean that's what, one point that's what I'm at the beginning. Yeah, and that wouldn't be a big surprise, but but none of the evidence you've given me points to that problem. Right. But what okay. it does tell me is that the guy had a boat pain at the end of the Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So my next uh, my next question is do you have a a listing for one of your MD alignment People at the Springfield, Illinois Freightliner Shop. It's not listed on your website. No, then they, then they don't have it. Well, they, they might have it. I found Idaho Truck Sales wasn't on their list. Well, a lot of guys that have our equipment have said they don't want to be on the list because they got enough work. Right. So. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what I was on that. Yeah. Before we put the new tires on, then we we uh, had a, that shop do the work, and I was asking what the readings were. They said, well, we really don't have a printed out readings because this man uses measuring. And I said, perfect. But, <laughs> so so the, the truck's driving fine, but he wasn't on your list, and I thought, well, I hope that he was one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, buddy. Well, you have a good day and drive right, safe so, out there, huh? Yep. Yes, thank you. Have a good weekend. All right. All right, bye-bye.
All right, that was another good call. It's another good time. I guess it's getting up to another good uh, lunch. We're just about done here. Yeah, we got uh, we get lunch when we're done here. So I'm hungry. We're going I guess since we don't have another call in here, we're gonna call it done. Thank you everybody for listening, for calling in, for having good questions, and uh, putting up with these tired ass jokes. I got I got a joke. Uh oh. Two artists had a art contest. It ended up in a draw. It ended up in a draw. Huh. Never mind. I'll find better jokes, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Bye.